What's up, growers? Welcome back to the Big Chino Growers Podcast, and I'm your host, Cody. Today, we're going to be talking RSO, Rick Simpson oil. Be going over a little bit of the uh, experiments that were going on back in the 80s with cannabis. And we'll talk a little bit about, uh, you know, some of the things that are going on in Arizona, especially uh, sales. Uh, you know, but first, let's talk about February. We're in February now. February comes from the uh, Latin word to smoke, since it was the Roman month for purification. So, uh, you know, let's get started. I'm going to go ahead and smoke to that right now. Smoking some uh, Bruce Banner tonight, one of our favorite strains. Um, it's a really heavy hitter. We really enjoy growing it. If you can get your hands on some, you should grow it too. So um, yeah, let's get right into it. Um, let's talk about these sales. Um, we got this article out of the Arizona family. Um, we we're seeing massive massive sales okay we got first year recreational cannabis sales surpassed 1.2 billion in arizona right so this is coming out of uh, cbs5 you know it's been a year since the first legal sale of recreational marijuana began in arizona and state officials are reporting that gross sales have support have surpassed more than a billion dollars you know, and it goes on to say that rarely does an industry produce over $1.2 billion in revenue in its first year. Well, hey, you know, that just goes to show you that people were uh, waiting for this moment. You know, we've been waiting for this moment all our lives pretty much. And now it's, now it's here. You know, the numbers show that legalization of cannabis is something Arizonans believe strongly in and many benefits and um, you know it, it, con it contributes to the state's economy drastically okay and that's what we're seeing um, the uh, the uh, you know the state saying that take you know tax revenue generated you know it exceeded 190 million before including December sales so this is great okay this is great for Arizona um, this means that the state of Arizona is on track to receive $215 million in tax revenue for 2021. So, you know, they can't argue with that. They're, at this point, it's a win-win situation, okay? Everyone's getting their money. Um, law enforcement, education, everyone's getting their cut, right? Um, this article says that it's been... Um, more than it, you know, it's a more than had been estimated because the state's legislature had expected that the legal recreational cannabis was, you know, supposed to generate 166 million. So, you know, they, they had no idea that this is what was going to happen. Um, Arizona's first year um, surpassed other Western states. So, you know, including Nevada. So this is, this is major for us. This is great. Um, one thing with, you know, with Arizona is, um, 
is the uh, tax revenue, uh, you know, 16% here in Arizona. Um, you know, I don't know what that compares to in other states. In my opinion, that's, that's pretty high. Um, but this is where we're at. This is what it is. Um, one thing that you uh, that I did note, and I'm sure there's uh, legislators down in Phoenix that have ta taken notice that, you know, when it first took off, this was, uh, you know, back in November, this was our, our biggest uh, tax revenue. Over $20 million ra they raked in. Okay. And then um, what we did, what I'm seeing now is, uh, you know, slowly it's drastically uh, a, a drastic decrease. So from from uh, from a year from from now, it was uh, you know we've drastically decreased down to just under six. Looks like just under six billion. Okay, uh, I and mean, I spoke earlier as uh, with a B. Okay, um, so yeah, and this uh, these are major major sales uh, that are being uh, seen. Uh, huge huge taxes being being collected. So this is uh, great for us. Uh, we knew that this is what was going to take place, um, even though, you know, historically, this is a pretty conservative state, but it shows that, you know, this is, uh, this is a nonpartisan, non, it's really not a political uh, issue anymore. This really comes down to just human rights, and we all have the right for, um, you know, if we want to uh, produce our own medicine, um, we should be able to do so. We should be able to be able to utilize the cannabis plant for whatever means that we see fit, okay? Um, we're not, as long as we're not har harming anyone, um, you know, the state and, uh, you know, the federal government needs to get on board next. What they're going to find is, uh, they're, you know, they're going to be getting their taxes. You know, that's not going to be a good thing, but I'm just saying... Uh, maybe that's probably what the federal government's going to start seeing here. So, uh, you know, we can see that. We're probably going to see an increase um, in taxes on cannabis, but I think what we're going to also see is more and more uh, home growers popping up. And uh, that's great. That's great news. We love to see that, you know. Um, there's no reason that more and more people can't uh, start growing their own cannabis in their homes. If... Uh, they have the, the, the means to do it, go outdoors. By all means, go outdoors. You know, grow. You, uh, m one thing that most people don't understand in Arizona is you do have the legal right for per household. You have two adults. You can grow 12 plants outdoors, okay? Most people think it's six. I've heard five. I mean, most people truly were never even educated on the actual legalization here in Arizona. They just know that they can now go to a dispensary. Okay, that's that's pretty much where we're at. So, you know, it's gonna take a it's gonna take a while before we educate enough folks. There's enough organizations out there like normal and others that are doing their best to educate people. Um, you know, and we wanna um, as we said before, we wanna create this platform for uh, other other um, folks that can actually, um, you know, they might want to get in touch with us, provide us with some uh, ideas that we haven't thought of. You know, they might have some issues that we might be able to help them out with. So, you know, we got this platform now, and we're really happy that we're able to use it. So this is, uh, again, this is great news for Arizona. I'm pretty sure next year, um, you know, they're not going to see these drastic sales. Of course, they're going to, everyone 
and their grandma, literally everyone and their grandmother, went down to the dispensary just to buy it and just to smoke it, you know. And there was folks that were turned off. There's folks that, you know, were hooked. So, you know, it kind of went both ways. But I think uh, as we get into this further, um, you're going to see more and more uh, exciting things coming out of the state of Arizona. So this is cool. All right, let's get into RSO, Rick Simpson oil. All right, so a lot of us have heard this term. Um, Rick Simpson oil has been around for quite a while, actually. Rick Simpson, I, I, unless I'm mistaken, he was Canadian. Um, but, you know, through his own um, experiences and um, his exper uh, experiments with cannabis, um, you know, he, uh, he was able to actually cure his uh, skin cancer and, they, you know, he really, uh, it became this phenomena that uh, people just, you know, really couldn't get, uh, they wanted to get their hands on it. And uh, now that the, uh, you know, both dispensaries have it, folks are, are uh, starting to make their own, it's really catching on. So, uh, you know, tonight we wanted to kind of go over Rick Simpson oil. Um, and the way that we make it here at Big Chino Growers, okay? So, um, you know, getting into that, um, it basically, to get down to the story, um, Rick Simpson created this, um, you know, as a way of treating cancer. Um, however, it turns out that this, uh, this soil can be used for treating just a plethora. I mean, just so many things, it's... Um, it's it's a remarkable what they're what they're starting to do, um, you know. And and the thing is, is that the med, you know the medical industry, of course, has known for a very long time that uh, there's other treatments for for very uh, for all the medical symptoms and conditions that they provide over the counter drugs for. Okay, so you know pain relief. We've got appetite uh, stimulation, ADHD, believe it or not. I mean, and the true story, I've met someone that was a stutterer, okay? Before he actually pre was prescribed um, cannabis, he was full-on stuttering and had a very hard time speaking, okay? Um, and uh, I met him through, uh, you know, we had both worked together. And because it was a public, you know, speaking, basically, uh, he just couldn't do it. So he ended up uh, quitting, leaving. And I ran into him probably a year or two later um, at the, you know, at a dispensary, you know. I was working there, and he came in, and he was speaking to me, and he didn't stutter once. It was a totally different man. It was totally different. He was completely transformed. And I was completely shocked. I didn't know that that was one of the treatments that they had been prescribing, you know, and it, it was just remarkable. So I um, just wanted to throw that out there. You know, they're, they're treating Alzheimer's, anxiety, and depression. Okay, this is something that, um, you know, is really, really something that you need to experience if you are going through anxiety and depression, okay? Cannabis and uh, the use of Rick Simpson oil is something that we're going to start trying more and more here at Big Chino Growers, okay? Um, it's being used for arthritis, is asthma, autism, okay? Uh, cancer, which uh, is huge, huge, okay? Um, diabetics are, are getting some benefits. Um, epilepsy, 
and seizures, okay? Uh, my nephew was one of the youngest uh, at the time, I don't know if he still is, um, um, uh, patients here in Arizona. Um, he was on, you know, a certain type of very, very, very heavily dosed, um, you know, Rick Simpson oil. And, uh, you know, it really did work. Uh, this stuff is remarkable, okay? Fibromyalgia, gastrointestinal illness, glaucoma, hepatitis, uh, HIV, and other types of those diseases, inflammatory uh, autoimmune conditions, okay? Migraines, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's disease, PTSD, okay? There's a lot of veterans that are already experiencing the use of it and the benefits, and then there is also those that just can't get it. The VAs are just not working, okay? They're not helping us out, so we need the VA on board with this, okay? It's helping out with uh, schizophrenia, various types of mental disorders. We got, you know, skin diseases, spinal cord injuries, um, you know, the list is going goes on. It really does. Um, you know, um, uh, traumatic brain injuries. So there, look, there's folks that really, really have a hard time um, going going through their daily lives. Uh, some of them, it's gotten to the point where they can no longer eat because of all the various stresses. Okay, we all know that cannabis can improve your um, appetite. There's various strains out there that we um, grow specifically because we know they induce. Um, you know, they they get you hungry. Okay. Um, Super Silver Haze is one of them. We do like to grow it. It's one that's known for, you know, getting the munchies, okay? Um, you know, and, uh, you know, more and more, I, as I grow older, I'm finding that it just doesn't do that to me, okay? That was that was something maybe uh, younger. So, uh, but, you know, um, let's just, you know, talk about, you know, as far as, you know, ingesting it, um, in, you know, an oral ingestion of THC is, you know, it's slow and unpredictable, uh, but, you know, it's, it's absorption is basically, so it's, it's based on uh, numerous variables, you know, stomach contents, you know, your, your gastric acids, uh, your dose, you know, basically, uh, your your body weight, um, presence of other drugs can have an influence. Okay, um, alcohol. You know, these these other types of things um, can have various types of effects. Um, those of us who use it on a daily basis are going to be used to it. Someone that has never tried it, um, or you know, hasn't tried it since the '60s, is in for a ride. Okay, the the Cannabis that's being grown now is not what, you know, your, your uncle was growing back in the 60s, okay? Stuff's a little bit different. Um, so with oral ingestion, in, ingestion you know, it's, it's, it's a whole different way of thinking. It can, you know, it can, within two to, say, four or six hours, you're still, you're, you're still heavily dosed and medicated at that point. Whereas smoking it, you know, depends on the potency of it. Could be, you know, one to two hours, uh, uh, you know, up to six uh, or more. You know, it just depends on the strain, of course. Sublingually, you know, people are starting to take it, at, you know, uh, under the tongue, which apparently is one of the uh, quickest and most effective ways for um, ingesting it, um, at, you know, at that level. So. So sublingually, um, CBD, you know, 
Um, everything else topically, people are using it topically. Um, the application of cannabinoids is, you know, is different. The, uh, the lipophiliac, excuse me if I butchered that name. Basically, it's, uh, it, it's not going to penetrate deeper than the layers of the aqueous part of your skin, okay? The, 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 very, the, the few top layers, okay? Um, so this is what we want to hit for folks that might be experiencing various types of pain, arthritis, um, shingles. Um, there are, uh, you know, uh, various types of skin issues can be irritated. So you got to be uh, um, cautious of that too. Okay, you know, um, and believe it or not, rectal. Um, this actually dates back to the uh, you know times of the Egyptians. They've uh, they found evidence of cannabis um, being used as a suppository for various ailments. So you know we know this is being used ancient uh, China as well. They were using um, you know various types of suppositories and teas. So we know this is very effective. Um, now now as we're into the 21st century, we've got transdermal patches. Okay, so we've got so many different ways of getting it into our um, bodies now. Um, there's various uh, ways that, you know, are very effective. There's ways that, um, you, know, you know, not so much. So, but here at Big Chino Growers, we make, uh, you know, a form of Rick Simpson oil. Uh, as some of you may or may not know, the base, you know, it's made with alcohol, okay? You want your 99% or higher, um, that's how it began, okay? People are using isopropyl alcohol um, at Big Chino Growers. We don't suggest using that. You can use whatever you like, though. Um, I would actually would rather use a, a high-octane, you know, uh, Everclear um, if I were to be uh, doing that. So, um, but this is, uh, this today's podcast, we're actually going to be describing the way that we make it, which is we'll be utilizing um, coconut oil. Okay, coconut oil, um, high heat. Uh, you always want to try to get your full spectrum, good quality. Um, it's uh, you know it depends on your price point that you want to get it. You can use other oils. Um, different oils do taste differently. Um, um, when you're making this uh, RSO, um, one thing you'll notice when you're using, uh, you know, we, we like to use organic coconut oil, uh, refined. Uh, the medium high heat is just fine because you know it's it's good, you know, up to 365 degrees, and um, we would never get it that hot. So um, we're using a uh, crock pot. Okay, so you're never going to overheat it. Um, it's going to be perfectly fine. Um, um, you know, I, I wanted to add to the oils again, but you, you know, you can use um, almond oil. There's uh, avocado. I've seen the um, uh, pecan. There's so many different oils out there, but you want to make sure it's you know a good medium to high heat. And uh, so the way we make it on the very first day. Um, so this is a two-day process for us. So you go ahead and um, start by freezing your, um, you know, your, your trim or your cannabis, whatever you're utilizing, okay? This is basically the same process if you were to be making, you know, 
bubble hash or any, anything you would want to try to freeze it. Basically, you're trying to separate the trichome from the green leafy material as best you can. Helps the process, okay? Um, and you really want to, um, once it's uh, frozen, uh, so take it out of your freezer, um, and then you want to really, you really want to grind it up, smash it up. You really want to get it fine and ground up as much as you can. Um, that's going to help this process. Um, you'd, I wouldn't suggest just throwing um, a, a bowl through full of bud into a crock pot in the beginning. Um, I think it would uh, take longer, and it might not be as um, good. Um, it, uh, it's just uh, the process that we like to use. So. Um, yeah, so um, you get your uh, various size crock pots, whatever size um, uh, you use for the batch that you're making. Um, what we like to use and do is, um, so we'll use, say, the 14-ounce jars. Um, utilize that, and then you're going to just put your product straight back into your 14-ounce jar, okay? So that's how it'll work. Um, so you get your uh, crock pot the very first day we're going to be overnight is going to be on your high setting okay we're trying to very uh we want to very rapidly bring that heat up the very first night um okay so we're trying to um extract this at a high higher heat for your first 12 hours um so what we do is we begin with our crock pot we put in our our cannabis. Um, this last batch, um, if you saw some of those of you who follow us, um, could see the uh, video that we put out. Um, we actually did a, um, oh, it was, pro I don't know how many grams we utilized, um, probably, uh, you know, 22 grams or so. We, we utilized um, hash that was made from CBD hemp, our hemp plant. Um, so we, uh, we utilize that and then we also utilize, um, a, you know, full spectrum, the trim of our, of our, uh, cannabis from this 2021 harvest. So we, uh, <coughs> we, um, put that in our crock pot, um, turn it on high heat and then you, uh, put in your coconut oil from there, you know, um, in this video you saw it, it was more, <laughs> unfortunately it was a, you know, bit one big clump, but uh, if you could if you could get by with it already being in a liquid form, hey, go for it. It just happened to be uh, on a cold day. It has been getting down, you know, actually into the teens here in uh, central Arizona. So, so yeah, you'll get that into your crock pot. Okay, turn it on high heat. Um, go ahead and uh, let it go, and uh, you're gonna let it simmer. Um, it should. You know, turn to liquid fairly quickly. At that point, um, you know, we like to mix it up really well. Just make sure everything is really mixed really well. And then from there, um, every few hours, go in there and uh, stir it up. Okay. Um, you know, all the way up until right before you go to bed, give it a good stirring. It's going to be really hot and you're going to notice the smell of popcorn. Okay. This is normal. You're not gonna, um, you know, hurt it. You're not overheating it. You're not. You're not gonna ruin it. This is the normal smell of coconut oil once it's heated. Uh, if you don't, if you can't handle the smell or taste of uh, popcorn, then I would suggest maybe a different type of oil 
try avocado, try one of the other nut oils. Um, if you can't get past the, the smell and taste, maybe this, this type of Rick Simpson oil is not for you. Maybe the alcohol version is, okay? So it smells and tastes different. It's got a different consistency. Our consistency basically is the same as coconut oil. Um, it's you know obviously thicker and it's got some particulate in it, and that's a safe you know perfectly good particulate. There's no reason to filter it any more than the one time that we filter it. So um, you know that's it's all going to be a health benefit. So so yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, let that for 12 hours. You want it on high heat because we're, we're we want to extract that as much as possible in that heat process is also, you know, it's, it's activating the THC. Okay. Well, you know, it takes heat to activate it, but this is helping the process. Um, but you know, at this point, our, our goal isn't to activate the THC really. So we're looking for the benefits of the cannabinoids in the, in the, in, in the plant, right? We're, we're looking for the health benefits. Okay. We're not trying to get high here, although, you know, the batches that this this batch that we're making, um, this is something that uh, if if it's power if it's strong enough, you know, it's it's it, it, it's something it's a it's something that we're going to kind of stick with for for a certain um, uh, uh, I guess I should say a certain um, uh, recipe that we'll be sticking with here. So, but yeah, um, so that first night, again, let it let it. Um, simmer all night in high heat. It's not going to bother the uh, the uh, cannabinoids in it. It's not going to ruin anything. Um, everything's going to turn brown and then turn to you know basically to black. This is normal. This is this is what it's going to look like. Okay, your home's going to smell like popcorn. So maybe you should just have a po popcorn party, bust out some most some movies, have fun with this. Okay. <laughs> This is, this is a fun time um, when you make your own medicine or if you're making it for others, you know, that's what we're doing here. Um, we're trying to uh, produce something that's going to be a benefit to, to folks, all right? We all know that the, you know, I just stated all the different health benefits and what the, the different, um, you know, uh, treatments that's, that we're using this for. So um, we wanted to... Uh, Go over basically once you get it into that first uh, night, okay, first day, 12 hours, then goes into the, the second day. We want to get it on low heat, okay? So now, now we're just going to let it simmer and do its thing, okay? Um, just let it do its thing. Um, you can go ahead and, you know, stir it whenever you get to it, and then, um, we let that thing go. Um, we we definitely want to let it go for at least 48 hours. Um, you can go longer. Uh, I, I wouldn't suggest going longer. You, I guess you could push it, but um, you know, two two days is is max, uh, and that's probably proficient for extraction purposes. And um, so you'll go ahead and allow that to extract for a full 48 hours. Okay. Um, now um, you want to get your uh, mesh, whatever uh, filtration method that you're going to use, you want to get that prepared, get that ready. Um, we'll just simply put it into, you know, a, a clear Pyrex, do whatever you like to do. Um, you could possibly even put um, your strainer straight over the top of your, um, you know, your, your, your jar and, and go straight back into there if you'd like. 
so yeah, any method that you want. Um, but the the main important thing is that you want to you got to have a good quality filter. You got to filter it. There's various. There's all kinds of filters out there. Um, you know, I wouldn't suggest doing a coffee filter because it's a very very slow. But if you feel that you need to get it down to that type of a filtration, then go for it. Um, you know, you can use a, a, a paint. You can go to a paint store and get one. Uh, that's perfectly fine because the uh, any of the uh, material that you see is not, you know, it's not like, uh, it's not bad for you. It's something that you would want in your body anyway, okay? So, so this is how we do it. Uh, when we're doing, you know, we're doing this with oils, with, with an oil base, so everything is going to look taste and smell different than true Rick Simpson oil made with, you know, alcohol, you know, and they, you know, and the processes are kind of similar, you know, the, uh, you know, if you're using alcohol, you're going to be using a rice cooker, um, rice cookers, you know, a little bit different, uh, as far, uh, than the way that the method of using a crock pot. Okay. Cause we're, we're kind of, we're simmering, whereas rice cooker, it's a quick process, okay? You're trying to get that alcohol out as quick as possible. Our process is we would rather it go slower um, because we're not using any type of chemical alcohol, anything like that, you know, we're just using oil. So, uh, you know, and just, just as a reminder, I'd, you know, those of you who are allergic to nuts, um, this isn't going to... Be the best for you right because these are all you know nut based oils so it's something to think about so once we get it into um, you know within two days remove it from the heat um, get everything prepared okay we got our screen in place um, we want to make sure that we have our uh, hot gloves ready um, it's going to be warm we want to pour this into the product and into the jar right away okay we don't want it to sit uh, just the, you don't want the uh, you, you don't want your finished product reattaching back into all of your your materials. You know your your um, all of your green materials. You want to get it out as quickly as possible. Is what I'm trying to say. So we want to do this in the hot when it's still hot. Okay. So we uh, get our screen ready to go over our uh, you know our whatever container we're catching it into. Grab our hot mitts. Make sure we do have a spoon because um, we like to make sure everything gets spooned out of the crock pot. Okay, there's a lot of stuff that ends up in the bottom of the crock pot. You want to scoop it all out. Okay, everything. And uh, in our last batch, since we actually used CBD hash, um, there was actually a lot of you know some some of the stuff ended up the thicker, heavier heads were you know at the bottom. So you you got to scrape it because of course. Um, uh, just like if you were to make a, you know, a bubble hash, you're always going to have something at the bottom, you know, so, so you got to scrape it out, get it all into that screen. Okay. So now begins your filtration process. You got to get that screen up and away from the product or, um, if it's already in, in, you know, set up in your containment jar high enough out, then you do not have any problems. Um, but it, it, keep in mind it's hot. Okay. So, but you still need to squeeze it. So you may want to use some, uh, you know, gloves, uh, but regardless, you're going to squeeze this. Okay. You're going to squeeze 
inside of your cheesecloth, inside of, you know, whatever filter that you're using, you're squeezing it. That's why I didn't, uh, I wouldn't uh, advise a coffee filter. Those will break. And again, there's no reason to filter it to that fine of a level. Okay. So, uh, and so anyway, uh, we would get it into our container. Okay. We're going to let it drip. You know, if you can hang it, that's what we like to do. Hang it over the container so it drips. You want every last bit of that medicine out of there, okay? Trying to catch it all. And then uh, once we get it in there, um, from there, let it cool, okay? You know, let it cool off, okay? And then this is the fun part. This is, this is when you uh, pretend that you're, uh, you know... You're like a kid, okay, you gotta take the medicine. So you break out with a spoon, all right, get your get your spoonful of it, get it ready. And just like when you're a kid, you know, you don't wanna take you don't wanna try that medicine and you gotta you gotta try it, you gotta try it, and you get it in your mouth. And next thing you know, you're gonna you swallow it and it literally is like honey, okay. Just, just the um the 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 consistency uh it, it's, it's it's such a nice feeling going down your um, your throat and you, you you can tell that it's it's medicine okay um, so this is this is what we like this is why we're doing this this is what we want to educate folks on it's a real simple process you can all do it um, there's uh, you know it takes time you do have to have the uh, the cannabis or the uh, hemp to do it um, we suggest uh, getting a good quality um you know locally grown uh cannabis or hemp that that you know that's going to provide you with the benefits that you need uh we suggest looking for strains that are high cbd cbg cb what you know whatever you're looking for whatever um if you've done the research you know that there's a lot of different cannabinoids out there there's a the the fact is that the research has shown that different strains have different qualities, health benefits, and your your receptors are gonna react to these different strains, okay? And and once you try more and more of these strains, this is how you're gonna find the type that you're gonna need to make for your your uh, Rick Simpson oil, okay? And uh, you know we would suggest maybe making making one with a that's all sativa that way you uh, have one for your morning and then have a separate one that's all indica okay use that one at night make some uh utilize your baked make some uh, you know baked goods with this with your product okay it's oil based so we just recently put out a no bake um recipe there's uh, hundreds of them out there um you know the key is you don't want to re bake recook the product and destroy the health benefits so we're looking for we're looking for recipes that aren't you know high heat and you know and such uh, there's no reason to add additional heat to this it's already uh, that's the you know that's, that's the nice thing about this it's the process is done inside the crock pot and uh you know even you can you can buy small little crock pots and designate those for your rso which is uh, about you know it's the best thing to do. You don't want to have your spaghetti sauce in there, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, we we uh, we made a nice batch. We um, created a small little video to sh just to show you the, uh, the you know the, how pretty it was. Um, 
very simple process and we we hope that you guys that all of our listeners out there you know if you're something that rso is something that you want to get in, get into um just go out there and find find a uh, you know there's a million different uh recipes out there um for the for for creating different medicines okay is what we're trying to get at so you just need to go out there and do your research um find out what some of the uh what other people are doing and using for whatever ails you okay um you know one of the stories behind rick simpson he actually i think he had a skin cancer and he started putting on the skin cancer okay skin cancer went away so uh, you know after time you're you're applying this rso directly topically to to whatever ails you um if you're going to be taken inter internally like i am um you know that's the best way to do it and start taking it as a supplement just like you would your vitamins okay you got to get it in your body you got to saturate your body just like with uh you know see you know as everyone's buying cbd over the counter um you really got to get it into your system it's not like aspirin okay you got to saturate your system get it in your system and then you're going to find it's it's very effective so this is why we this is why we want to make it and then use it so all right listeners we just want to thank you again for tuning in this is awesome this is our uh you know fourth podcast um every podcast is getting better uh, we did have a few technical difficulties um we do have some better sound i think uh, i think you'll enjoy the better sound quality and uh, especially when we uh, start interviewing our guests so thank you again for tuning in to big chino growers podcast my name is cody and you can follow us on instagram uh, you can listen to this podcast on anchor and spotify uh, we also are on youtube and so we look forward to talking with you guys again Have a good night.